In this sikha we're going to focus on the word ki as it is used with regards to going to war in four different places and each one is explained by Rashi differently and we're going to explain why. This week's parsha begins with ki seitzei la milchama if you go to war and you want to bring home a captive from the war. Rashi says this is talking about Melchemist Rishus, an optional war, meaning to say not the war of conquering Eretz Yisrael, which was a mitzvah. And the proof is because the Pasik says, if you want to bring home a captive, and when it, with regards to the war of conquering Eretz Yisrael, it says, that to not allow anyone to remain alive. Now, key generally means four different things, if, maybe, but, because. But the most basic understanding of key is if. So why couldn't Rashi use the fact that it says key say, say if you will go to war as a proof that it's an, a, an optional war? But on the other hand, if Rashi is using a, a proof from, Vishav, from the words Vishavisa Shivyai, then why does Rashi say this on the words ki say? That was in this parsha. Then we have the previous parsha, parsha Shaftim. We have three keys. Number one, if you'll go to war and you will see a, a great number of people that they outnumber you, you, you shouldn't be afraid of them. Over there, Rashi does not say whether it's a Mulchemes Chayva or Mulchemes Rishos. He doesn't say anything. Then the Pasuk says, if you approach a city to go to war, you should extend an option for peace. Rashi says this is talking about Melchemes Rishos, an optional war. And the proof is because the Pasuk says, you should do this to the distant cities, implying that this is talking about the cities that are far away, not in Eretz Yisrael. Then there's a third key in the previous parasha, if you will besiege a city for a number of days, um, you should not destroy the fruit trees. Over there on Kisotzer, Rashi doesn't say anything. But later Rashi explains Yamim Rabim to mean two or three days in which you're giving them an option for peace. And then Rashi says, without explaining, that this is talking about a Melchemist Rishus, an optional war. So our questions are as follows. Number one, why does Rashi not use the key in Kisikrav and in Kisotzer where he said it's talking about an optional war? Why does Rashi not use the word key as a proof that it's optional? By Kisikrav, where Rashi, where Rashi says that it's talking about Melchemist Rishus, and he uses a raya from later, from Arim Harachaikais, he brings it still on the words Kisikrav, implying that Kisikrav could also teach me if Milchames Rishos. So why is Kisikrav a stronger raya than Kisaitse and Kisatzer? On the other hand, if we have a raya from Kisikrav, why do we need a raya from Harim Harachaikais? The third question on all these keys, on all these keys is by Kisatsur, why does Rashi not explain? What's his proof? Or how does he get to that conclusion? So let's explain it as follows. We'll start with our parsha. Kisatsilamulchama, if you go to war, and right away the Pasik describes a situation of you bringing home a captive from the war. So the key could be applied to the captive, if you'll bring home a captive. And therefore the key cannot be applied to, to tell us whether it's an optional or, an, or a mandatory 
Milchama, because the key is being used for the description of the situation if you will bring home a captive. And therefore, um, we, have to bring a, we, we have to bring a raya from somewhere else. Once we know that it's a Milchama Shereshos, then we know, then key could mean if you go to war. Seitse means you're actually leaving Eretz Yisrael to go to war, not uh, a, a more figurative way of leaving, of going out. And therefore, since Kiseitse's meaning is changed because it's Melchemes Rishus, therefore Rashi brings it right away. Now, if we go back to Shaiftim, the first Pasa Kiseitse, if you go to war and you will see a, a lot of people, so the key could, go, could be going on the if you see a lot of people, if you'll see a lot of people. And because of that, there's, we can't apply the key to the war itself, if it's a Rishus or Chayva. So we have no indication one way or the other way. There's no indication anywhere in the future psukim of that section. And therefore Rashi says nothing because there's no indication one way or the other way. In, in the third key, which is Kisatsur, over there, Satsur is talking about a specific type of war, a war that's being done by siege. So he says, Kisatsur, if you will besiege. So the key is going on the manner of the war, not on the actual war. And therefore, Rashi doesn't bring a raya from Kisatzer. Later when he says, Yomim Rabim, which teaches me that, uh, uh, that, that, that we're waiting, we're extending peace for two or three days. Extending peace, the Pasuk said earlier, is only by Mohammed Rishus. So obviously this is a Mohammed Rishus, and Rashi doesn't have to explain why or how, because it's obvious the fact that we're asking for, for, asking for peace means that it's a Mohammed Rishus. If we go to the second key, over there, there's no description. It's just telling you you should extend uh, uh, an option for peace. So there's nothing else for the key to go to other than the fact that it's going on the Kisikra. The war itself is optional. And therefore Rashi says that it's an optional war because it says key. But Rashi doesn't suffice with this because in the past we have found that Moshe Rabbeinu extended peace to Sichon when he asked him to pass through his country. Sichon is one of the seven nations, where it says, Leisachai kol neshama. So I might have thought based on that, that, that the extension of, the extending of peace is also to the, to, to, to the seven nations of Knaini. And key over here means not if you go to war, but when you go to war, because when if it's saying to extend peace, it, even by Mohammed's Chayva. Therefore Rashi says, that the Pasik says clearly, he brings another raya from this Pasik. That, that extending peace is only for distant cities, and therefore key could now go back to mean if. And how did Moshe ask for peace from Sichon? So for that we see from the word kisik level ear. It's only when you're approaching for war. But if you're just trying to go through and it's not time for war, you're allowed to ask for peace. This brings us to an interesting, uh, another, an interesting, in uh, Yonim something, an amazing uh, lesson, an amazing halacha that could be learned. In the wording of Rashi, Rashi begins with the words, B'melchemes arishos, permissible war, meaning not, an, not a mandatory war. But when he concludes, doesn't say a mandatory, he says, M'lchemes eres Yisrael. From this we learn that it's possible to we learn that it's possible that the war would be not an obligatory war, yet it's a war for Eretz Yisrael, 
you still have the obligation to kill out all the Knainim. What would be this case? In Parashat Mishpatim, it says that the Avishter says, don't, he's not going to empty the Eretz Yisrael in one, in, in one instant, because then the land will become desolate. Which means that the only way to go to war is in a way that you could immediately inhabit the land. If there's not enough people to inhabit the land, then the war is not a mitzvah. So if we go to war against Eretz Yisrael, can't inhabit it, so it's not a mitzvah. Nevertheless, we still have an obligation to kill out the Knainim, and you can't say Vishavisashiva, you can't bring home any captives. Why? Because we don't want to influence, we don't want their influence. We don't, that's why we're, we're, we are banishing them from the world, because we don't want their influence, and therefore even if there's no mitzvah in the war, Loisachaya kal neshama still applies. This brings us to Yena Shaltera. According to Hasidus, Kisei Muhammad is talking about the war of davening, the war of the Nefesh of the Kis against the Nefesh of The question is, how could you call that war? optional. Davening is not optional, and the, and the battle against the Yetzirah is not op- optional. The answer is, that there's two ways to, to be Mavara the Yetzirah, to refine the Yetzirah. One is through a war, which is generally considered davening, which is milmata lamaila, you're trying to change the nefesh abamis within its own parameters. The other is through peace, which is generally through teda, which is overwhelming it with the light of teda and transforming it that way. This is why we call it the molchemes harishus, because since you have two options of how to be mavara the yitzhara, whether you do it through molchama or you do it through menucha, through tefillah or through teda, Therefore, the Pasik, therefore Rashi says, because the Melchama is not optional, because there's always the option of being Mavara the Eight Sahara through Menucha, Taira.